Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No jumper, coolest podcast in the world, man. And we're back with MLD, man. How's it going? Yo, how you feeling, man? Good, good. I was just in London 48 hours ago. I did London, with Tokyo. Pearl. Yeah. I did London, Tokyo, LA to get here. So London, Tokyo, LA. Yeah, in 48 hours, but I made it. It was uh you guys asked me to come on the show while I was in London. So I uh, yes. I moved the schedule around to make it here on time. Yo, listen, like maybe in it's the broke in me, right? That that I'm thinking about, like London, Tokyo, LA. That's like, bro, that gotta cost at least like what ten grand to just like get. Yeah, but it's a it's a write off, right? Because right? it's a business expense. Because you know, traveling for work. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay, right. So now, hey, right. So listen, though, right. So like, here's the one thing, right? There's a bunch of dudes who like who like fake their wealth. Oh yeah. But like, we can actually tell that MLD has money, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm not even trying to flex. It's not. I'm not even like that. I just I just like Listen, to dress well for uh, you a big podcast. In, you know, it's a big podcast. Yo, you came in smelling nice <laughs> with an expensive suit on, and uh, you got on like a watch that I, I can't even pronounce. You feel me? <laughs> right, man, yeah. bro. Wait though, right? So oh, okay, but like, how long have you been rich for though? Uh, I don't know if I'm rich. I would say like I'm probably comfortable. All right, so you are definitely richer than most of us, though. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, <laughs> right? I do okay, man. I wait though, right? So I right, so now just okay. So like when trying to introduce you, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was having a hard time trying to like find a title for you, sure. right? Author, uh, not yet. Soon, right? What? Well, wait though. Like we count like the YouTube shit, though as like right. So like yeah, right. So are you like a teacher, educator, content creator, businessman, entrepreneur? Like like what's your title? I would probably say if I said anything, educator. Because mm. I run something called the Masculine Empowerment Network. Yeah, and it's just where we teach guys how to level up and kind of get their act together and be. You know, a respectable man. Yeah. Self-respect first and then get the respect of other people. Yeah. And what does masculine mean? Uh, I just think like in the traditional sense, protector, provider, leader. You know what I mean? I just think people, you know, have kind of lost a little bit of the way when it goes, when it comes to like understanding like what a traditional masculine man is. Because yeah. it seems to me like a lot of people are wanting traditional masculine men these days. Like yeah. companies... Uh, women say they want that for like dating, yeah. you know what I mean? So I just think it's important to like try to help these guys out who want to get, who want to level up. Cause there's a lot of people who want to level up, but we live in such like an information overload society. Like you just, some people just don't know where to start. There's just, you know, a wide array of things to do. Now, how did men 
become less masculine, right? Because my theory is that as life got easier for us, right? Because yeah. like, right? Because like ninety years ago, when we had to go out and actually like hunt, we couldn't be fat, right? Right. Right. So, why do you think men have become less masculine? That's a that's a number of things. I think definitely the environment has something to do with it because testosterone levels are dropping. That's mm. for sure. Um, and it's a lot of these like phytoestrogens and like you know BPA's and plastic and stuff that mess with your your endocrine system. So I think that's a part of it. But I also think that I don't know. I think it, this is my personal evidence yeah. and my personal opinion. But I think there's like a growing number of single mother households. Mm. And I just think that a single mother, although they try their hardest, and I was raised by a single mom, so I definitely know it firsthand experience. I just don't think that they are equipped to raise a man just as like a man is really does not teach a woman how to be feminine. You know what I mean? Facts. And I think that's something that's a little bit more ingrained in Western culture rather than other places in the world because I live in Tokyo mm-hmm. and I've been living in Asia since 2012. And so, you know, I see every time I come back to America, I feel like America is more of a foreign country to me yeah. when I come here. You know, I'm like, <laughs> the facts. So it's, uh, but I, there's a different respect for masculinity in Asia, mm. like in Korea, in China, in Vietnam, uh, in Japan, in India. And these are all, this is like the developing nations, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just really interesting to see the two sides of coins. Bro, since 2012, that's like that right there, like predates the passport bros, right? I'm the original passport bro. <laughs> man, listen though, but I talked to us about that, man. What went into you deciding, I want to go back, well, well, not back, but I want to move to Japan or Tokyo and leave the West? I don't know. I just, uh, I just liked, you know, it was, a, it was first of all, I was like 26 when I left. Oh, wow, that's young. So I was, yeah, I was 26. I had $2,500 just put in my pocket, cash. Yeah. I had no bank account. I had like my AT&T Nokia phone yeah. that would, you know, work overseas there for a little bit and then it would get cut off. And um, I just went out there to challenge myself as a man. Mm. You know, uh, I think that I think going back to your question, right? Back in the day, they used to have these things called rite of passage, like R-I-T-E. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Indians would send a, someone into the woods to like kill a wolf yeah, yeah, and bring yeah. back the floor and then you'd be a man. So I kind of want to do my own rite of passage. So mm. I said... If I can live in Japan two years by myself, completely financially independent, like that is a massive achievement that most people will never do in their life because it shows resilience. Absolutely. Because um, some people, some of my haters, they say like, you know, <laughs> oh, he couldn't make it in America, so he moved to Japan because it's easier in Japan. And if you've ever been there, like the yeah, language, no, no, yeah, the language <laughs> alone has three alphabets. Yeah. You know, and they, they mix all three of them, and it's extremely hard to speak the language. Um, so it's really hard, but I did, I wanted to, to challenge myself. And then also like, honestly speaking, I think, I think there's a little bit of a dating crisis in America. I think, is it, is it, is it safe to say that? Do you think most people would agree? Definitely dating crisis. Meaning like, for example, like, um, most women have kind of like out edged like most men, right? Like, 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 uh, like for example, like the average like girl right now wouldn't want to date, you know, like the average guy, right? Yeah. Right, so yeah, yeah. Wait though, so you couldn't speak like Japanese, or, or or like you like taught yourself how to speak it. I taught myself how to speak. I started taking some lessons. Yeah. So I'm a. There's five national certifications you can get. Yeah. To show how good you are at the language, I've taken the N5 and passed it. Yeah. I'm ready for the N4, but they only give the test twice a year, and it's in summer, winter, and mm. I'm always traveling. 
So I took it last year and it passed. Um, Before I, moving there, though. No, no, while I've been there, while I was there. Yeah. Before moving there, no, no, nothing. Wait, though. So you <laughs> could not speak the language. No, nothing. Had 2500 bucks. Yeah. So how did MLD go to Japan and make it, essentially? So I've always been a hustler because I grew up really poor. Yeah. So I would always be selling stuff on Craigslist. I used to have, like, a, a small sofa delivery company. Okay. And I would sell a lot of things on Craigslist. So when I went, my, my thinking was this. If I sell somebody a sofa, yeah. they don't need to talk to me for like two to three years. Yeah. But if I sell someone an English lesson for $50 an hour, Ooh. they're going to need me next week. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, no, that's facts. So I, just, I was growing up poor. You know, this is, this is like my limited money-making ideas. So I went out there and started teaching English. And, um, you know, like 2013, I got a job uh, at Honda. They were paying me $80 an hour. Wow. And I was a 27-year-old kid. In 2013, $80 an hour. It's not bad. No, that's like, even now, that's like, you are like top like like top 5%, right? I don't know. I mean, it was, it was good enough for me because I was just like, you know, trying to keep the lights on. Yes, so I had, I had multiple jobs. So I was working multiple jobs. And while I was uh, working these jobs, I was always studying, studying finance, Mm -hmm. Studying business, studying marketing, because I just always knew in my life I wanted to be a financially successful person. Not fast. I just, because I grew up poor, and then we were zoned right on the outside of the richest uh, school zone in Orlando, Winter Park. Oh, that must suck. Well, it, it opened my eyes, you know? Like, I had a white friend, I went to his house, and I was like, you guys just always have food in the fridge, yeah. you know? It was a being, big... Listen, though, because being poor is bad, but being poor and knowing you're poor is even worse. Right. I, I never got mad, though. Yeah. I never got mad. I just, um, I always started working. I was, I, I was working at a pizza shop when I was 15. Yeah. Chick-fil-A when I was 16. I was working. I've been Man. working my whole life. Now, I right, So, at 26, you moved to Japan. Yeah. You started to work. Now, now when did you, I guess, like, come across the red pill? So, that's interesting question, right? I just was always in like the men's self-development space mm. as I grew up. And so the red pill was just one faction that I looked at, right? Yeah. I think I've been kind of, uh, you know, put in with these guys. Because I used to do a lot of work mm -hmm. with them, all dating back to 2018 is when I started making public appearances with Rolo. You know, Rolo's yeah. going to be here later. Mm -hmm. And uh, Rolo's a great guy. He, gave, you know, he, he, when he, when they call him the godfather of the red pill, right, yeah. it's because he has been part of this community and like laying some of like the almost the theological yeah. <laughs> you know, like foundations because mm -hmm. some people take this shit really seriously. But really, he 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 put down a lot of the intellectual knowledge, a yeah. lot of baseline knowledge. That's why his book has sold so much, mm -hmm. you know. The facts. And um, he has a series of books as well. And so we kind of knew that the red pill community was going to grow, and then but I think now the public perception of the red pill community is animosity towards women. Mm. I think that's what the public perception yes, is. Definitely. <laughs> so it's not. That that's definitely not what I agree with either because Absolutely. I talked because uh, recently after going viral, a lot of American <laughs> women reached out to me. I've talked to a lot of these yeah. women. These are like some beautiful women too. And like, you know, I hear hearing both sides of stories. Mm. I think men are fucking up and I think women are fucking up. I just think that both people are just going to... I think both people's standards are too high. Yeah, of course. I think people need to be a little bit more realistic. <laughs> hey, no, facts. And, and just get one. Stop, stop, stop trying to get multiple on each side. You know what I mean? Just yeah. get one each, work, see, on, work on that. 
You see, listen, like that's you know, like that's what kind of like drew me like to like you, right? Mm-hmm. Was I think you was on? I think it was Pearl when I'm not sure if it was Pearl or not, right? When I, I heard you say, "Listen, like that, like like to get like 20 women, nah. shit." Yeah, that's whack. No, no, look, yeah. that that's something that's being spread around right now. <laughs> yeah, I gotta sit up for this shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, speak about it, man. <laughs> no, okay, this is absolutely fucking terrible advice. Yeah, this whole. One guy walk up to your girl like, listen, bitch, I'm a high value fucking, I'm, I'm a high value man. man, and you better become bisexual, yeah. and we need to have threesomes, you need to find me girls. Like, mm-hmm. regular girls, he'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You know, regular girls with, like, self-respect, they're not gonna, they're not gonna really, you know, want to be down for that kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, of course. And the same thing for a guy. Like if a guy, if a girl's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm gonna fuck you on Monday and Steve on Wednesday," and this, yeah. they'd be like, "No, of absolutely course. not." So I think that's something that's being spread around because I see a lot of guys like kind of ruining their relationships mm-hmm. too by parroting this shit that they really have no idea about the consequences. Because I've juggled multiple women before, mm-hmm. and like it is just stressful. Yeah, I, I like heard like heard right that that like you had like a a, a Chinese chick. Oh no! Who told you this? Her, a Japanese chick, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, and and uh, and, and like what was like the like third one again? Uh, at one time, I mean, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of girls out there, but um, yeah, I mean, I I, I used to date a lot of girls at the same time. Not- wait though, man, wait though, right? So okay, so like here's the thing, right? For guys, okay, again, right? Like for guys like me, right, mm. who haven't been in in that situation yet, right? Oh yeah, right. right? <laughs> how do you listen? How do you fuck three women consistently? Right? Because I listen, right? Because I wouldn't imagine, right, that they would want to fuck you probably, you know, once a day, if not every every other day, right? Yeah. So how do you manage fucking three women like on a, like on a rotation? Well, I mean, it's just... pills, right? Like it, it got to be 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 like some. You know, like 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 you know, like the honey pack, Viagra. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's just it. Honestly, it's a negative return on investment. <laughs> That's why I stopped doing it. <laughs> it's a negative. It's not worth it, it, right? No, I think you should get it out of your system as a man if yeah. you have the ability to. Mm. So you're not thirsty and you're not kind of like, because a lot of guys are so thirsty and they don't know how to get a gr- another girl. So they'll stay in a relationship that's not necessarily beneficial to them. Absolutely. And then you know. The guy and the girl are both kind of miserable with each other. Yeah, Cause, man. Because they just had a, they're not, you know, uh, they don't have an abundance mindset to just walk away from something. Yeah. Here, here, right? But like, it's hard for most men to have that abundance mindset, right? Because most men are, are not able to just, you know, like leave a chick and go grab, right? Right. Now, wait. Okay. So, like, back up a little bit, right? So, are you red pill or, or no? I guess I'm 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 part of them, you know. What I mean, they yeah. they've collected me. I've always said that, and you can see this on my live streams in yeah. 2019, 2020. I said I'm just the me pill. I'm just yeah. I'm just they've, putting me out here. Yeah. It, and it's funny too. Recently, how I've I've gotten um, popular or whatever. Yeah. I, I feel even cringe saying that. Yeah. Because I never set out to be popular. I never set out to. Oh, you're popular now, man. Well, not as not as popular <laughs> as you guys. I'm trying to get on your guys' level. This hell no, nah. this is bro, amazing, bro. Listen, like you're almost like everywhere right now, bro. And <laughs> and, and like you like have like what had like two like two hundred fifty thousand subs, right? Just two twenty on the YouTube. Jazz, come on now, bro. Right? 
Right. You know, the, the, big. Uh, Myron and Pearl, you know, they big brother and big sister me with their, their yes. big old channels. Yo, so wait though. So like speaking about Pearl though, have you seen the Pearl and Ethan debate? Yeah, I was there when she was doing it in her house. Wait, were you the one who was like feeding her like the like no. the talking voice behind the scenes? Like, <laughs> hey, listen. No. D- He's right here. He's <laughs> wrong about this, 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 this. No, 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 no. It was um, I don't know who it was, but yeah. no, I was just I was there because she filmed later that day. We were there, man. The show. So, I right, so okay. So, like, speak on that, man. So, one, how do you feel that debate went? Uh, I I looked like, you know, I think because Pearl was just there thinking. It was going to be an interview, and then ah. he had a like a team. He ready. <laughs> well, He had a team feeding him studies, and you could tell that he really wasn't fully read up or on this information. It was just kind of, I think right now it is trendy to like dogpile on the red pill and just to shit on men right now. So I just think yeah. that's like what's happening to an extent. But I mean, I don't know if. I'm just gonna keep you doing me. Like I said, I never yeah. set out to, you know, come out here and prove anything to everybody. Yeah, yeah. I've just been doing my thing. You know, I went viral because that girl just was genuinely disrespecting me on the whatever podcast. Yeah, that, yo, that was the big thing. Yeah, right. And I feel like that was the first time I, I heard you cuss, right? Yeah. Y- yeah. I, I right. So look, right. So speak on that, right? So <laughs> I don't know what the girl name is. Like she's, you know, like she's not nobody, right? Yeah. But you know, she was you know like she was going at you, and I th- I think you said what like what like bitch right? Yeah, I just, I just slipped up. It was yeah, just, it was a straight to me. Because she was like point her finger. She yeah. Was like, yeah, you're intimidated at me. Like if I if I pointed at some of your guests like this, oh yeah, you're yeah, of course, yeah, of course, yeah, that's gonna be a problem, you know. So I was just like, you know, and I was just like, bitch, you just met me ten minutes ago. Of course. And it was just kind of it wasn't supposed to be some viral moment or whatever. Yeah. It just happened, and then now I'm known around the world for that. Yeah, listen, though, and, like, do you feel, though, like, that moment got you the right attention or or the uh, wrong attention? I think, it, for me, from my personal yeah. experience, it was a monsoon of positive attention. Mm. Like, Men was feeling you, yeah. Dude, a lot of girls, too. A lot of girls. Actually, the ones who said the most savage shit were chicks. Like, I'm so glad you told this bitch to shut the (laughs) fuck up. Who does she think she is? And Mm -hmm. she's wearing that, you know, Kmart dress. Like, I heard the most savage shit from uh, women as well, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's a wild ride, but um, it was a lot of good positive attention. You know, Mm -hmm. that was was really interesting. Um, With a question, though, so then how do you and whatever podcast link up initially? They reached out to me like you guys did. Oh, really? They're just like, hey, we're the whatever podcast, you know, we'd like to have you on. And so when I do these tours, my philosophy is pretty simple. I'm just going to wear a suit just in case if I do go viral, I'm wearing a suit no matter what. (laughs) The facts. So there is some kind of, you know, decency on my end. And um, yeah, I just suited up, went out there. Um, Rolo had me on his show. Mm -hmm. I was on Fresh and Fit. I was on the Purple Pill podcast. you know, was on Jedediah, you know, she's, yeah, she does a good show as well. So I just did my tour. And, and then it's funny because after I did it, mm. you know, in, in the heat of the moment of that exchange with mm. me and her, it didn't feel good. It was like kind of toxic. Oh, really? It didn't yeah. feel good at all. And I was glad it was over. And then um, then it just a couple days later, like, you know, the, it, the, the it, manos- it went wild. you know, those Indian dudes like Manosphere, yeah. Red Pill, Instagrams, like they cut it all up and. Uh, Yo, it went viral. Yo, listen though, like, (laughs) 
how do you feel about like those clips channels though? Because they be taking a lot of your shit. Yeah. And they make either bank off it or, mm-hmm. or they get like a bunch of subscribers and clout just off of like your content. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, it is what it is, right? I can't stop them. So, you know, I just tell them like, just clip me up in a good way, not a bad way. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, all the attention is pretty weird, man. Everywhere I've been going, like I was just in London. Yeah. People knew me in the street. It was pretty weird, man. I, I've never. Oh, man. I'm not used to this. I was in Hiroshima, Japan. Somebody yeah. see me in the street. Um, And yeah, I've just been. Toronto, all over the place. People keep recognizing me. Where do you be famous now, right? I'm not that famous. I, well, I don't want to be famous. Wait, though. Listen, because I heard when you get famous, like that's when you start getting you know, some, you know, some eyes and you know, and, and like attention from people who are outside of this plane that that like we operate on. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So being famous is probably what like what nobody wants, right? Right. But though, like now that you are actually known and you're prominent, though. Bruh, has there been a influx or an increase in quality of females that's you know that's now you know being you know more attracted to you? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> is this some wait? Is this some you know like like some like celebrity chicks? Uh, no, just you know, just I okay. Here's a good way to put it, yeah. right? So when I started doing my thing, I never set out to like please women with my message. Yeah. I'm very harsh to my male audience because you know course. you can speak to men harshly and they respond better, right? Yeah, you have to. Um, so I always thought my message would be like kind of niche, and I had a little bit of like a complex about my content to an extent. Yeah, like thinking like ah, women would never get on board with this, or whatever. But then when this whole thing happened, my uh, analytics shifted. It used to be like 97% men. Yeah. Now it's 85% men and 15% women. Uh, a lot more than me. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're I mean, you know, I'm just looking at the numbers. So women are talking, reaching out to me. I think, too, is because um, I think I'm a little less vicious with chicks on my channel. Because mm. sometimes I'll see other guys and the women will say something. And the guy will be like, no, you mean this. And she's like, no, I just yeah. I just told you what I, I was that talking sucks. about. And um, I think you just need to... To listen to the other side a little bit more because I just think ultimately it's not a competition, right? Mm. I just think men and women are better together. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Then apart. The facts, man. Just this whole animosity. And it's like, you know, I live in Japan, so it's like very zen everywhere. And like... Calm. Cause, causing a stir is really socially frowned upon yeah. in any in any context. Exactly. So it's a very like chilled out yeah I mean, culture. But when I come back here, like I, everybody likes fighting. Everybody likes the drama. Bro, be yeah. sales now. Yeah, I know. It's I know. drama sales now, man. I know. I know. Yeah. Listen, man. Uh, what's a high value man? Uh, I say a high value man is a guy who focuses on the core four. 
Okay. Okay, which is money, muscles, game, frame. That's what I, I want people to know me for. I don't give a fuck about me. Wait, game? Game. Oh, game, okay. Money. So I tell them, make money, yeah. make muscles, learn game, and hold frame. Okay. Core four. I think if you do these four things above average, you'll be considered a high-value man. Uh, wait, though. So when you say above average, so like above average money in this country, I think it's about like 60 grand per year, right? Yeah. So 60 grand per year, I lose some weight. I gain some muscles. Now, uh, what does hold frame mean? Hold frame is about having self-esteem, understanding mm. what your personal boundaries are. Yeah. You know, how are you going to let somebody talk to you? How are you not going to let somebody disrespect you? Yeah. Right? And knowing when a situation, whether it be business relationship, friendship, familial relationship, if it doesn't serve you and it's causing problems with like, you know, your foundational boundaries, yeah. it is okay for you to walk away and create the life that you need to create because I think a lot of people um, don't have a good concept of boundaries. And I yeah. think developing your own is a, is a really helpful tool for living an above average life, in, in my personal opinion. Sure. That's what I teach guys when I do my thing. So uh, when I run the, the, the workshops, the virtual workshops for the Masculine Empowerment Network, we always focus on make money, make muscles, learn game, hold frame. And then mm. the, the money is just make sure you have your money, make sure you have your finances in order, right? You don't need to be balling out of control, but, you know, at least manage your money, you know, not be hard up for cash in your 30s. Because as a man, in my opinion, mm. in America, if you're after the age of 35 as a man and you're kind of broke, like, you played your cards right. Like, it's America. Yeah. Bro, bro, um, that's reasonable, though, because yeah. a lot of these... You know, a lot of the content creators who operate in, in the space, um, like they say, you have to be a six-figure earning man to be a high-value man. But like you, but you like disagree. I just think the concept high-value man doesn't necessarily have a monetary value mm -hmm. attached to it, right? Yeah, I think hundred thousand is a good thing to shoot for for sure because mm -hmm. it's an accomplishment for anybody who can pull that off. Yeah. But I just think ultimately a high-value man is a guy who is dedicated his life to self-improvement, to, mm -hmm. to being a student forever, having mentors, and, and trying to level up, you know, age gracefully. Don't be such a fucking embarrassment to your family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fact. Have some dignity. That's what I want these guys to do. Man. Now, is there such a thing as a high-value woman? Yeah, of course. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So uh, what's a high-value woman? I think uh, Kevin Samuels... You had him on the show, right, Kevin Samuels? Well, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, and, he can. You know, he, I think his definition is pretty good when he says fit, feminine, friendly, and faithful. Mm. You know, I think that's good. Um, for me, I just don't want a combative woman, like a woman who wants like debate me or yeah, talkative. Try like no, no, talkative is okay, mm -hmm. but I mean, if she's just like, if I become her project. You know what I mean? Like she's just yeah. trying to tell me what to do, micromanage me, and I'm like, listen, this is not, this is not the place for that. You gotta, find, yeah. you gotta find another Facts. guy. Um, just someone who understands conflict resolution, cooperation, harmony, and for me, the biggest thing, because like I think a lot of guys, they get, they're so thirsty, right? Because the yeah. thirst is out of control. <laughs> Super. The thirst is absolutely oh, out of control. I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for sure thirsty, buddy. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> both sides. The thirst is out of control. <laughs> yeah. I think people need to just chill out, have a drink. Me facts, uh, man. In um, oh, I forgot what I was saying. No, yeah. Right. Uh, like, what's a high value woman? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. 
just yeah, being cooperative. Yeah. You know, w- wanting to build together. You know what I mean? Um, and then yeah, just feminine too, because I I think I think a lot of girls are kind of forced to like be a little bit more masculine because they're working and be competitive sure. in the corporate world. Wait so. though. So a chick who wants MLD's attention, who's broke, has no degree, <laughs> has no wealth to her name, has no assets, mm. just as long as she's pretty, feminine, fit, faithful, uh, and friendly, she can date MLD? No, no, no. You gotta have like a a baseline of like societal credit credentials. You know, yeah. like you gotta be get, trying to get some kind of skill to add to the economy. You mm-hmm. know, you need to have very basic money management skills, time management. Like, I could you date a girl that lives like a pig? Could you do that? Nah, man. I, I no. could. I can't do that. No, 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 no. If no, she no. lives like a slob, I'm just like I I gotta go. Like, sorry, yeah. it's been real. Yeah, right. Wait though, right? So here, right? So then, um. Like uh, that's my next question, right? Is well, one like what's hypergamy? Well, that's what Rollo talks about hypergamy, yeah. and it's just I don't fully agree with this whole hypergamy. Yeah, like women are just sitting around like, oh, I'm just looking to <laughs> upgrade my new yeah. man. Yeah. Like you know, I don't think that women are because women naturally when they get something, that women are happy when they're comfortable. In Absolutely. my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're happy in comfort. They don't like when the job's unstable, the, the money's unstable, you know, the guy is kind of wild. You know, they like stability, they like comfort. Um, so I think, oh, where, where was I going with that? Yeah. Uh, right, here, right, so look, right, so look, right, so look. If men, right, if we don't require for females to have money, right? Right, 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 right. Then right. why are we uh, 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 upset that women are somewhat hypergamous, right? Because, for example, right, if we don't want to deal with chicks taking us to the fucking cleaners, right, then we should date chicks who are also wealthy, right? Uh, so going back to the hypergamy yeah. statement, yeah, yeah, okay. So they're enjoying the comfort, so they don't necessarily have to jump and level up. You yeah, know I mean, there are women like that, but I feel like those women are just perpetually miserable. Mm-hmm. If like you just have to like constantly upgrade somebody like they're an iPhone, you know. Well, 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 here, right? So, question for you, right? So, now there's chicks are not dumb, right? So, like for example, mm. if a chick is dating, let's say, like a million, you know, a guy who's let's say like like he's up, let's say like uh, um, five million, right? Mm-hmm. And he's faithful to her. He has made her the main chick. She's a wife. Mm-hmm. She's not gonna go ahead and fuck no billionaire who. Is trying to make her a side chick, right? Because she's right. already the wife of a, a, a you know, like a, a guy who's you know, like who's wealthy. Right. But if a guy who's a billionaire wants to wife her up as well, then you know, then she's more than likely probably gonna, you know, yeah, choose d- up, right? I just don't think all women are for sale like that. No, no, yeah. yeah I yeah. think some women do have a moral code. Yeah. You know, and that's the biggest thing for me right now. Like, you know, the the, the super hot, all this shit. Yeah. For me, it's like, does he, do you have integrity? Mm-hmm. Do you have integrity as a woman? That's what I'm looking for. Like a woman who says what she's gonna do and does what she's gonna say. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just that alone is is something I think that's gonna be beneficial for both people in relationship. Yo, bro, like you're so pro women. Like, like why the fuck do people have an issue with you, man? 
Oh, because because all they do is they, <laughs> oh, they, the they, clips. Yeah. yeah, you could you the know clips. they just yeah. want to fucking drag you in the mud. But if you if you watch, I've, I've been doing a, a show called Free Consultation Friday. Mm-hmm. Every Friday since 2019, you can mm-hmm. call me and I sit on the phone for two to three hours, mm-hmm. and you listen to how fucking harsh I am on these guys. Yeah. I tell them you need to stop being a pussy. Mm-hmm. You need to stop crying. Gain what? Lose weight? Yeah. No, no one's gonna come save you. And if you listen to me when I give these guys coaching. Yeah. You can see I hold them to extreme accountability, you know? I, I, I do to women as well, but, like, my specialty is helping guys from a man's experience, you know? Yeah. So I just help them get what they want. Man. Now, uh, what's your take on marriage, man? Should men be getting married? I think the governmental marriage is just a bad deal for everybody. Well, not everybody, yeah. but, you know, I work hard for my money. I don't want to, like, put that up for, for grabs. Uh, I think yeah. it's a red flag if... Uh, if someone doesn't want to marry you, if you have like a bunch of wealth and she, you say like she, you want her to sign a prenup, I think it's a red flag if she's like, no, I definitely don't want to sign a prenup. Now, what if she says, um, hey, bae, like I have no plans on ever cheating on you, on ever, you feel me, like leaving mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Why do you want one? Uh, I would just, I don't know, man. It's just bad. It's a bad business deal no matter no matter how you try to spin it, like yeah. just signing a contract that at any time, if you decide to back out, yeah. anytime you can take half of everything. Yeah, right, bro. That's a little bad. That's a bad deal for anybody involved. Not facts. And here, yeah, right. So I like also in her too, man. Like that, like that, that like printers mean like absolutely like nothing now, right? Because like like the Dre had one, and he got taken for like a hundred million. Well, I don't know. I've heard, I mean, I wouldn't say prenups are for nothing because I've heard cases of some of them working. Of course, of course, of course. You know what? I think you only hear the cases of them not working because they're so devastating. Mm. But no, the root, the news, like, oh, yeah, this, you know, this prenup worked. Like, nobody wants to hear that. People wants to see somebody get fucked over. In the facts, right? Yeah. Man, I mean, so you actually made this video where you actually said, hey, listen, guys. I've been working out for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still some little, like, rough spots on me. I, I, I'm a get. I think it's called lipo, right? Yep. Right, and get rid of, of these low spots on me. Yeah. Now people took that and ran with it to kind of like body shame you and character assassinate yeah. you, man. So speak on that, man. So one, what was the process in deciding to get lipo, and then like speak on like the backlash for some of your your enemies? So I guess they they think they're like hurting me yeah. by commenting on this uh, documentary, but mm-hmm. I just think they didn't really calculate, like, I planned a whole documentary around yeah, this Yeah, that fact, I know. Like, I, I didn't... I've I just, seen that too. Yeah. I, I wasn't planning to hide this. There, there was literally <laughs> filming me on the surgery table. Yeah. You know, for me, look, I know everybody's trying to be cool. <laughs> everybody's trying to be amazing and all yeah. this stuff. I'm trying to be anti-cool. I'm, trying, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to be as authentic and as real as possible. Because if you like me, you like me. Mm-hmm. If you don't like me, just let me know. I'll leave. Mm-hmm. You can leave too. So I'm just trying to be as real as possible. So yeah, there's critics all around. Some people saying like, oh, you know, you lack discipline. You're not a real man, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, great, Mm -hmm. great. Go watch somebody else. Yeah. (laughs) I don't regret it. I fucking feel like I look fantastic. Look Um, great. I'm happy with how I look. And I knew that people 
like people are, I guess people think I'm dumb. Like, I, like I didn't expect back backlash of me standing there <laughs> yeah. post surgery. I knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. But I don't care. You know what I mean? I just don't Who care. Who leaked it? Uh you fucking you tell me. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Yo, do you like have like some secret like government spies just like just, <laughs> just like just like uh, follow you around trying to find uh, no, no, no. holes on you, man? I wish my enemies were that smart. <laughs> my enemies are fucking retards. <laughs> yeah. So. No. Yeah, right. Because I'm like, bro, one, like, how did anybody and like have the picture of MLD? Like, yeah, no, it was it was, it was somebody on my inner circle, you know. Because you know, when you um, sometimes when you become successful, people that you used to hang you out roll with, with, yeah, yeah, they kind of get salty and turn on you. Um, Man, wait the like, like, oh, okay. So like, have you ever like found out who did it, or, or like you're you're like you're like completely like in the blue right now? So no, no, I'm, so, I have yeah. a good idea who did it, but I don't even want to. Yeah, no, give, no, 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 give no, this no. person uh, no. the time of day because you know they can just stay where they are because they're never gonna get up here with me. Bro, listen, bro, like I'll be like scared shitless, bro. Like if I had had like friends who I loved, it, it was great to and stood by. And then, cause, cause now, like, I have some fame or, or some light on me now. Now they're coming back to try to like destroy me just cause. Was there any type of like argument like you guys had, or, or they just did it, you know, just to be fucking spiteful? No, no, just the, we had a we had a group of individuals that were all high performing. Yeah. And we had a chat group, and then just it's just person. Most. Yeah. It was just uh, losing his mind. He's always talking some crazy shit in there, and we're like, all right, we have to remove you. Yeah. Then he went off the deep end. So he just he bro, just, that's a weirdo though. Bro, that's bro, a he, fucking weirdo. He proved us right. That's a bro. He, he a nigga right. crashed out because he got removed from a group chat. Yeah, that's the bro. That's the biggest weirdo I've ever seen in my life, bro. Yeah, buddy. No, no. <laughs> Look, it was a good judgment call on my end, though. It was a good judgment. He call. He was grown, or he was like a, a kid. Like this man is thirties. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I, listen, yo. I, I don't know who you are, bro, but but like. Bro, like, 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 you're oh, wrong for that, man. He's gonna watch this. He stalks every fucking thing I do. It's psychopath. You dead ass wrong for that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you crashed out and lost a friend because you got removed from a fucking group chat, man. Yeah. I, I listen, man. But like, pass that guy, man. Mm. Let's talk about the value tainment, right? Yeah. So there's two moments yeah. though, and on value tainment. No, no, sorry, no, just one moment. Um, you like took time and out of your schedule, yeah, to to do a panel. And you was on there with a, a lady called Angela Knight. Yeah. Now, when I watched it, it came off as an ambush, and here's why, right? Yeah. Because the lady who was on, like, the computer, when Angela Knight brought it up, she, like, she now started, like, speaking, like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, 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 you feel me? Like, oh, you know, like, oh, you know, like, uh, don't deny it. It came off as if her and Angela Knight has spoken prior, yeah. and it was planned to kind of like confront you. So yeah. speak on yeah, them confronting you, and what was like going through your mind when you, you know, like when that happened. So the biggest thing for me was I was so confused because I legitimately no one believes me, but I legitimately don't remember this girl because mm -hmm. she got upset because I wrote something in a chat group. Yeah, like a chat, like a live stream chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And then the girl at the computer. Her name's Natalia. She loves me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah she's, she's, a, she's my number one fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she took the chat messages, showed it to Angela. Oh, wow. And started instigating it. And then they invited me for the show. Yeah. And then they also invited Angela because 
Wow. That's what happened. So the biggest thing that confused me, though, is because I was backstage with all of them. And I saw her, and she didn't say anything. Because I figured if you want to solve something with me, come talk to me one-on-one. Of course. Right? And so then the show happens, and they just ambushed me out of nowhere. And I told Adam, too, at the beginning of the show, I had to go because I was on. At six. Um, yeah, I had to leave at six because the offices are in Fort Lauderdale. I had to get down to a podcast with uh, Brandon Carter oh, wow. uh, at 7 p.m., his, his show Victory Talk. It was, yeah. And I already told them ahead of time. I said at the beginning of the episode, too. So a lot of people are saying, like, oh, I ran off in uh, uh, yeah. uh, in fear or like <laughs> red pill guru owned, bro, you know? So, oh, man. I mean, I just knew. I was just like, it, it, the biggest thing for me, I just felt it felt inauthentic because mm-hmm. um, we could have squashed it behind the scenes. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, she did her thing, and I was just like. Question, know, though. Yeah. But if value team in, they, like, they hire Natalie, right? Yeah, she works for them. So if that's their employee, how do they allow their employee to kind of, like, collude with with a guest to kind of, like, it? To kind of like and ambush a guest, like did Adam yeah. tell you like, hey, bro, you feel me, man? Like what she did was not cool. She's not gonna be here no more. Or like, did they kind of just you know, hey, you know, yeah, it was a just, viral moment? It was. I mean, you know, I was I was just confused about the whole thing, and yeah, um, yeah I just I, did, I I said my piece on it. I did a an episode uh, called uh, The uh, Truth uh, on my channel. You live on it. Wait, wait though. So like, have you and her talked like since then? Natalia? No, uh, Angela. Um, yeah, I, I, I made my response because she was saying a bunch of stuff about me that wasn't true. I made my public response about everything. Yeah. I reached out to her. I said, hey, look, like, I gen- if you genuinely, because, like, you said your piece. Yeah. I, no, I said my reply to all the things you were saying. Yeah. So we're done now. And I said, you know, do you want to just Squash talk? it. I said, yeah. you want to get on a Zoom call, talk? And, like, I'm, I'm willing to talk about this. Yeah. And uh, she said no. So, so right. Damn! All right, well, God bless you. Well, hey, Amen. Wait, I here right. So like, pass her though. Let's go to the whatever clip, right? <laughs> so now, listen, man. I know, like, when you're like in during these podcasts, right? No, mm-hmm. like we just again, like it gets like real easy, right? You know, to just talk, right? Right? Like, right? Like, yeah. Like, like it, and it. If there was a bunch of people whose sole job was to clip me and out of context, yeah, then I would be then I would be looked at as the worst the, the worst motherfucker in on the planet, right? Yeah. So now let's speak about the indoor clip, right? Now there's a clip that was going viral and on the whatever podcast. Yeah. I'm bro, Alvin Priest did did uh, a yeah. video on the Destiny, right? Yeah, um, where they essentially said that you said, again, this is what they're saying, mm-hmm. that you said that if a woman is being abused, that she should endure this day. So this is the floor to just kind of, you know, to just like react to that and debunk it or talk about it, you feel me? No, I just, I just didn't even know that people would be so quick to, to try to drag me like that. Yeah. Um, I was I was caught off guard too. Yeah. Because you know, when we met some of these people in real life, I was like really cool, cordial with them. Yeah, friends. Yeah. And then um, next thing I'll, I'll go home and they're just they're they're like smearing me. I just like damn. I didn't know people can be like that that malicious and mean. So because I don't I don't go around doing shit like that. You know what I mean. And um, so 
yeah, when that, that clip happened, I was just saying that I think in general, what I was saying is that people give up on everything too easily. Yeah. And then she kind of just slipped that thing right at the end. <laughs> and I just talked to her. I was like, just endure. You know, because I just wanted to say, you know, just push through things if it gets hard. Yeah. Um, not like if your husband walks through the front front door and like hits you with the chair, like it's yeah. WrestleMania. Like <laughs> I'm definitely not saying stick around in those kind of situations. Um, so yeah, I just think it was taken out of context yeah. because I wasn't like, but that's what they try to do. Like, like you guys really think I would like put on a suit and fly <laughs> to another country? <laughs> like, yeah, if like if you're a woman, you get your ass beat. Just fucking endure, lady. Like, yeah, 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 push on through, sister. <laughs> like, you know. Like what the fuck, you know? <laughs> I, I, of course, I don't support that. That's just asinine. Yeah. Um, and I have a track record on my channel talking about it too. Of you know course. what I mean? So, the people who were were swayed by this or who had negative opinion or whatever, that's fine. But I feel like it really cleaned out the ranks of my friends, and I just kind of see who who everybody was when you know, because you see who your real friends are when you're getting dragged in the mud, not when you're. Yeah. Um, cheered. Yeah, here, right. So even like for example, right now, I, I'm not sure in terms of the status of you and the whatever dudes. Like, right? They're cool. I love Brian. Brian, Brian's a dude. Brian's a smart guy, bro. Of course, he is a very smart guy. He he optimized that system and you know made that thing take off very fast. Very fast. Yeah, right. Yeah, because bro, like I'll be a hundred percent with you, right? I never knew about the whatever podcast mm -hmm. until like your clip, um, like the bitch clip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when that happened, actually, that was his highest viewed live stream. Mm -hmm. That was his highest viewed clips. Like we broken all records. We oh, broke really? live stream records on that show. Mm -hmm. We broke super chat records, um, and we broke you know uh, replay records as well. Yeah. And so that thing really, because I think a lot of people just saw how <laughs> I think really the girl was a star because she was so obnoxious. Yeah. And I told her, like, yo, you're just loud and obnoxious and you're rude. And I just called her out. Mm -hmm. And I just was just being genuine. And I think a lot of guys, I think it was a lot of catharsis for some guys that are, like, being bullied by women. or like, yo, that's what I would say. Yeah. This year. Yeah. That's what I would say to my ex-wife or something. Of course. So, Man, yeah, that was it. Here, right? So, <laughs> here, right? So, after the indoor clip, like, went viral, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, I'm going to be, like, 100% with you, though, man, like... Um, when I seen and other dudes who were in, on a panel with you, uh -huh. instead of y'all kind of just like sticking together and maintaining a frame, like they were going on other podcasts saying, "Hey, listen, I, you know, you know, you know, like he's him, you know, that's not me. I ain't say it right." Like kind of, like kind of, you know, like they were kind of like, you know, um, like distancing themselves away from you, man. So did yeah. you even feel feel that way? No, I, you know, I just focus on the people who were who were there for me. Mm. Uh, Myron was down from day one. He's like, I got your back, bro. Yeah. He's like, I know what you meant. So big big shout out to him. Mm. Um, I just feel like the people that mattered knew my perspective because again, I'm not like. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Gonna get on a huge show and be like, yeah, just if you're getting your ass beat, just like yeah. rub some dirt on it, sister. No. Yeah. Now, now, and which critic do you think had the most asinine hit piece on you? Uh, yeah, I don't want to give these people a time <laughs> of day. I don't want to give yeah. these people a time of day, yeah. you know? Listen, all I know is that I've been doing a good work. I've been putting, in, I've been putting in the the hours. You know, I run my business super legitimately. So, yeah. you know, I'm I'm just putting out a good word. We're talking about these guys. You know, make money, make muscles, learn game, hold frame, yeah. focus on these things, and just be smart when you're choosing a chick. Not don't be overly critical. Don't be overly optimistic. Yeah. Be a, a healthy medium. Be realistic about your outcomes too. I think managing expectations because. Both men and women, the reason they're complaining is because they do want a partner. Mm-hmm. It's not that they hate each other, but a lot, you know, a lot of people on both ends too have been just dating shitty person after shitty person. They kind of just have a jaded experience of dating in general. Yeah, of course. And so they think just like, oh, I'm just gonna give up. You know. Yeah, man, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like, uh, what's the difference between an incel and a simp, or are they just both the same thing? I think an incel is a guy who just he wants to get laid but he can't that's what it means involuntarily mm. celibate yeah the simps the, the simps are the biggest problem with america <laughs> oh really the simps are worse <laughs> the Sim, the, at least the incels are not contributing to the problem yeah but, but the simps you know some simps get rewarded some sex after years of simping you know, years of simping after groveling yeah. and begging she might slip up <laughs> yeah, she might give you, you know some cooking she might slip up once or twice but these guys will just finance a girl <laughs> and you, all you're doing is just financing bad behavior you know anything Sucks. it's like the government anything gets subsidized grows mm. you know wait though so look so am I a simp man listen listen because look oh no look, I don't know about look, that because look right look so so hey right like you know, me and my girl has been together for about like four years now, right? Okay. She knew me before I had some money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now I do have some money. I like to, you know, like reward her. Yeah. Uh, that's not simping. Because she knew me, you know, before the money. That's not simping. No, ah. That, in my opinion, that's rewarding a female's loyalty for taking care of you. You know, yeah. she, support, she supported your dream. Yeah, facts. I guarantee she was a big part of making it happen. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, right. See, and that's a lot of thing some of these red pill guys don't get. They have never had a positive experience with a woman where they built something together or that he does something great because he had a good woman in his corner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think a lot of red pill guys miss out on that because you do have to be a certain character of a man for that kind of woman even to give you the time of day. Absolutely. You know, there has to be some kind of standards that you're meeting there. Yeah. She's not gonna just, you know, submit to you because you're a man and like yeah. you know, you work at seven eleven. Yeah. Hey. You know? Hey, listen, right. So look, like one of my, like my, you know, like like biggest, you know, like biggest flexes, right, bro, was I got a girl who was fit, feminine, submissive, and friendly. Okay. Way before any type of like internet clout. Yeah. You me, right? Now, 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 here, question for you, right? So let's say this again, uh, hypothetical, right? 
if a multi billionaire, right, came and said, "Hey, MLD, I want you to fix my son," right, I will pay you whatever it takes to have a one-on-one session with him. Right now, if you had to choose between a simp or an incel, who could you fix? From being a simp or an wow. incel to being a ginger chad stud within six months. Uh, six months is a lot of time. That that yeah. I, I I have a before and after photo. I could show it. Sure. To uh, okay. One of my guys. This this took about two years though. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. But he he did a really good job. Um, right. But the I I don't think it. I think simping is a sign of like mommy issues. Yeah. That's what I think. I think it's like. I think it's a symptom of something <laughs> worse. Uh, you know? So I think the the incel, as long as he has the desire, yeah. if he just doesn't give a shit, yeah. you can't help anybody who does want to help. Look, this is the guy. Two years. Oh, shit. Yeah. There's the same. Wow. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yo, listen, yo. Like, <laughs> listen. Like, dude went from. Here, you don't have to show this on the camera. You can it? see his, his face there. You don't put that on the camera. Uh, no. He's a good looking guy too. He well, turned, now he's good looking. Yeah, we turned it around. He turned it around. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Listen, Paul's like, I'm not getting nothing, man. <laughs> Yo, dude went from like like this a fucking dweeb yeah. to like a ginger chatter, right? Like yeah. wait, how did you do that? So I again I told him that because there's a little bit of a backstory. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in LA. He's a good looking guy, he's jacked yeah. and stuff, and because he was Working on himself to go from that nerdy state to mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, getting better, and he kind of got caught up with this idea of like being an actor and like being a celebrity star. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like, I said honestly, you should probably focus on like getting a solid skill in your life, absolutely, that you can contribute to the economy, and then make sure you have that, and then like pursue the acting on the side because the chances of you making it big, and I'm not trying to shit on anybody's dream either. You know what I mean? It's, it's a delicate balance, but you have to be a little bit more realistic about mm-hmm. what you bring to the table as an individual. So I said, I think you should just look into getting solid in, uh, employment. So in my network, we have two guys that teach how to code mm. and also how to teach how to um, be pen, test, uh, pen testers in cybersecurity. Yeah. And so we actually are we're a little bit of a job core too. Really, and so he ended up getting a job and uh, as a computer programmer, and he's on his way to make six figures, and he's in his twenties, and oh, he's, it's inevitable in his career path. So, stuff like that, and that way now he's got a good job. He's jacked. He's smart. He knows about you know game a little bit. His life right now is like no, he's getting a lot of girls. Has like, dramatically improved to this point, right? Right. You know, instead of like chasing this actor dream, and, and again, I, I I'm trying to have a balance between, you know, trying not to shit on people's dreams, but also being realistic. Yeah. Because right? not everybody's going to be a star. Yeah, of course. I think everybody thinks they're going to be CEO. Everybody thinks they're going to be this top G, and mm-hmm. everybody's going to be this and that. Of course. You know, I think you just need to be a little bit more realistic and just set out to live an above average life, but don't, like, don't be grandiose with, with Facts, ambitions. Man. Listen, so Destiny, uh, so, listen, I try to, listen... I, listen, <laughs> I tried to build a bridge. Oh, did you? I tried. Oh, God. Right? I, I tried. Now, he told me, though, that here's why he don't like you, right? Okay. Is he feels as if you were really nice to him. I was. 
And then when he wasn't there, you were mean to his wife. No, I was when no, yeah. I was nice to her too. Like when um, when I seen her backstage, I gave her a hug, even though she was like in the middle of putting that indoor yeah. clip out. And then, but then on the stage, she started getting nasty. And then he says I was being mean to her. I said that's just a destiny debate tactic when they just try to like talk fast and yeah, you know, I was just highlighting what she's doing. And I guess he took that as a personal attack. But I was just like, dude, you know. I don't know. This guy's like obsession with me. He's a little weird, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> wait though, right? So wait, wait. So like, oh wait, oh, okay. So you really have no issues with Destiny. I mean, now this just what yeah. what he did with just was like, in my opinion, wrong. Uh, just a sign of low character, you know. And I'm not about like that. I made my rebuttal, but. You know this this thing recently that happened. I just don't. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not doing beef. I just. It's not my. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for the business. Like these beef things. I'm just not all about that. Yeah, man. Wait, sorry. Yeah, you're good. Oh, here, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, Brussels. Here, right. So, you know, I came this morning and said, and said, "Hey, listen, man." You know, just wait for him. Y'all can talk for like five minutes before we start. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, he really wasn't interested in having that conversation. Oh, he didn't want to see me face to face. Oh, really? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, nah, wait till like it hasn't gotten like that toxic yet, right? To where you feel me, right? Like it's you know. I just, I just really got nothing to say about that guy. Yeah, Honestly, man. Like it just sign a low character, in my opinion. You know, and I'm, I'm, I didn't set out to this internet thing to like. No, people know about people it. online and get clout and all this stupid oh, cool. shit. You know, I'm I'm here to help guys out. That's what I do. Yeah, man. Now, 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 I right, man. So like, like you made like a six hour response video, right? To all the bullshit, to all the yeah. hate, right? Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so, what was the biggest misconception that happened? Like, bro, listen, because there was like a week where it was like the Alba and Preach video. This content creator where they was leaking like, oh, group time messages, blah, blah, right? Mm-hmm. So what was the biggest misconception that took place in that week span where it was cancel and ban MLD? I mean, whatever they can get their hands on, right? Yeah. They're, I mean, I think the Endure thing was the biggest thing because they were just... <laughs> they're just trying to yeah. say that. I'm just telling Jake to stay in there. You're getting your ass beat. It's so funny. It's really comical, too. And I know, like I said... Right now, it's the trend to mm. like shit on the red pill guys, the masculine uh, self improvement influencers, whatever you want to call me. Right? I know it's a trend, but I also know this is eventually gonna blow over, and I'm still gonna be here doing my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I This is just uh, they've well, been doing it to everybody, so I kind of saw it coming. Well, here, right? So I feel like you will last, like, cause you're more. Like you're more moderate, right? Yeah. The other dudes who are like, you know, who are extreme. Who do you define as extreme? Pearl is definitely extreme. Oh, really? You think Pearl's extreme? Like Pearl said women shouldn't vote. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> extreme. right? Extreme. Right? I so mean, like I, that's, not, that, that's not realistic. That's the thing. I don't want to talk because yeah. the name of my company is Modern Life Dating, and then yeah. the subtitle is Better Solutions for Today. Mm-hmm. Because I'm about solving the problem. And I think the people that sit around 
and complain about the problem. That's all they're mentally capable of. They actually don't have solutions. You see there, there there's thousand plus other guys like this who mm -hmm. have turned their lives around. And so that's what I care about. I, I don't care about like all this, you know, sitting around complaining about the problem because I know some content creators make a big audience mm -hmm. complaining about the problem and then eventually that turns to shitting on women and then now you have a toxic community. The facts. So I'm uh, not about that. You know what I mean? And if I'm if I'm critical of anybody, it is definitely men. If you just like I said, look at the track record I have. Yeah. Now I right, man, so now like what do you think is the status of the current state of the rap hill movement, right? Because here's my thing, bro. Mm -hmm. Like every oppressed group, right? Like start off here in terms of the pendulum of like justice, right? Right. Even feminism, right? You know, there was chicks in who started here, and, and, and they were fighting for their rights, fighting, fighting, fighting. And then they got e equality, and then they kept on pushing, 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 right? Right. So with the incels, the men, right? So it started off here where, yes, we we understand the message. Yeah. Then it got pushed, like, like, like now is... We passed, we passed like the death center, right? Mm. Like now is extremist talk. Mm. So, like, where do you see the like red pill going? Because I'll be real, bro. Like guys like you will more than likely, you know, like, you know, like survive, right? Mm -hmm. but, but do you see the extremist red pill talk being a thing? Like, would that last? I think that's a good question. I think. I think the people who are being extreme too, they're doing it just for shock factor to an extent. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how long it lasts. But I just think like, I don't know, the extreme stuff is just not good. But at the mm -hmm. same time, with the red pill community, right, it is growing and it's probably at its largest it's ever been. Absolutely. And it's not because a bunch of guys are just like commiserating mm -hmm. and like trying to like form a hate group. It's like a lot of these dudes are getting burned. Yeah. You know, and there's the other side of the coin too. Is a lot of these you know female shows mm -hmm. and stuff, and they're they dogpile on men all day, and a lot Absolutely. of these, a lot of these chicks traumatized. They just think no good men exist. So I mm -hmm. think I say this to my people all the time, right? Quality women are hard to find, and quality men are hard to find. Hard to find. Mm -hmm. The number one thing women ask me is like, where can I go to find a good guy? Yeah. That's the number one thing women ask me. Like, where can I go to find a good quality man? Yeah, where, they where gym? I would just tell them, I would say, I start with places not to go. It's like, don't go to bars, don't go to clubs. Because if your objective is to look for and find a quality guy, mm -hmm. at the club, you know, you're not going to, your chances are not as good. Yeah. You know what I mean? At bars and stuff like that. So I just say avoid places that they wouldn't be. Now, where should we go to find high quality women though, like what? Yeah, that's that's hard too. <laughs> now that's, that's even tougher, right? It's it can't be the gym because the gym is like is self absorbed influencer chicks. Yeah, it can't be a club, right? Right, right? like it's not Tinder because hoes be lying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. You gotta find. I think you just find normal girls, quality women doing normal stuff. So like, mm. they have a daily routine. Absolutely. They have a job. They they spend time with their family. They're involved in some kind of community. You know, girls that are always going out partying or always out, you know, trying to catch a high or some shit. Like, yeah. You're just inviting trouble into your life. Like, it's hard. Again, I would just tell people, make sure you're going where you're going to know that 
the high value people would be, not not where they would avoid. You know what I mean? Clubs and all that. I, I hesitate to say church because like church is fifty fifty, but I, I would yeah. say I would I would rather take my chances in a church than a nightclub. Oh, wait, wait though. So like speaking of church, right? So what's your take on? Because it seems like some. You know, like the Red Pill dudes are now hijacking the Islam movement, mm. and it's coming off as disingenuous, and they're doing it like just because it's now trending too. Yeah. So, how do you like feel about the hijacking of of religion now for you know for the Red Pill shit? I I think if you're not genuinely a believer of Allah, yeah, then you shouldn't pretend to be a Muslim. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not hey. That's facts. You know, it goes back to integrity. Like I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. integrity for men and also integrity for women. So, yeah. I just don't like fakeness in general. Absolutely, that's, I just don't like fakeness. Yeah, if you hate me, just hate me. Hate facts. me to my face. You know, if you like me, like me to my face. It's fine, but you know, just that. I just think that's how bad it's gotten, though, too. Because mm-hmm. at least now they're like, at least I can kind of hide under the blanket of religion and yeah. do it, but. Dude, I just got back from London. Have you been to London? No, man, never been. Have. Bro, I saw. I was surprised when I saw oh. how many Muslims were there. Oh yeah. Wait, you know? were they like like the brown Muslims or like the white? You know, like the white Muslims. I there saw too? Muslims of every color. Really? I saw white ladies. I saw black ladies. Yeah. I saw Africans. I saw Indonesian uh, Muslims. It's a surprising large and, amount of Muslims. And you're Christian, right? I guess you could say I, I I was I bet you didn't know this. Did you know I was in school to be a pastor? No. Yeah, when I was young. See, <laughs> wait though, and, and that's where your immaculate suit game come from. <laughs> I would say probably maybe my public speaking a little bit more. Yeah. I just started uh, the suits as a hobby about two years ago. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So I like. How them. do you afford like hair? Right, because you wear a, a, a bunch of nice suits and like. I hardly see you repeat. So how do you afford so many suits? I only have six. Really? Yeah, six quality suits. You, you, bro, we can't tell. <laughs> I, I alternate the shirts and yeah. the ties. I try to keep it fresh. Six? This, this, is, a, this is a fresh look. This is the, yeah. uh, the all-black look, man. You feel me? This is custom for No Jumper. I've never wore this outfit on a uh, really? podcast. Yeah. Hey. Question though, right? So now- podcast in the world, right? Hey, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. But bro- I feel bad now, man. Feel me? I, I, I came with sweats on. I, I feel bad because I got, got still little subscribers. I'm trying to make you No, okay. man. Not, <laughs> <laughs> wait. Question, man, right? So the last question for you, man, is in five years, mm-hmm. what does success look like for MLD? I want to be... I want to be balling out of control, as Brandon Carter would put it. Mm. I want to be living in a way that... You know, I have assets that are covering all aspects of my expenses. Mm. And I would like to start teaching a little bit about business to guys and making money. Because yeah. I, I have a background as a, a recruiter. So I know mm. how to optimize resumes. I know how to optimize negotiation for higher salaries. Um, because right now the market is starving for quality candidates. Yeah. I think a lot of people think like there's no jobs. No, there there is a desperate need for quality people. If you can show up on time, you have skills. like. Yeah. You can make money, especially in America. You can live good. It takes you, you know, you can just apply yourself for like three to five years and you can never have to worry about money again. Yeah. You know? Hey, listen, I need to hire you for <laughs> for uh like for like my next no jumper contract negotiation. <laughs> you feel me? Right? Yeah. Right, man. Man, oh wait though, bro. I forgot to ask you, right? Go ahead. Andrew Tate. Yeah. 
So how do you think his situation is going to end? I just, I wish nothing but goodwill for Andrew Tate and Tristan. I think this situation they're going for going through right now is awful. Yeah. I think it's hell on earth. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for them. They don't need anybody's pity, but I, I see them getting terribly dragged right now, mm. and I just genuinely, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> you know. Well, listen, I, I for sure wish that on. <laughs> I for sure wish that on my worst enemies. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking right. I don't know, man. <laughs> Karma's real. Karma's real. Shit, listen, know? man. Listen, MLD. As much as these, as much as like like uh, some of these guys done like drag your name in the mud, man. You for sure, bro. You for sure, bro. You should for sure wish the worst on them. You feel no, me? I mean, <laughs> the worst. No, right? I, I just, yeah. I just honestly, I just, it's just devastating to see these what these guys are going through, because it doesn't, it does, it does seem like a political move. It doesn't seem like a justice move. Yeah, and, and like when you watch like what's going on with them, though, right? Yeah. Does that like caution you? Like, listen, man, like, there's like, like, um, there's obviously like a ceiling of how much money I, I should make and how big I should get, right? Because right. I, I think Andrew said is he had no problems when he was a millionaire, but the minute he crossed over into the billion, that's when the issues are coming in, right? So, for you, is that like a caution of I should never be a billionaire or fuck that? I'm gonna try to be one if I can. No, because. I, even the amount of notoriety that I have right now, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it, honestly. No, no, like, yeah. Even it's anytime somebody has seen me in the street, yeah, it's always been positive. Absolutely, positive, respectful, pretty educated people too. When I do my meetups, you know, great guys come through. Everybody's just on a life path of self improvement, trying to make themselves yeah. a better individual. But um, I don't know. I just like having my privacy. You know, I think it's like a. I know. I feel like people that want clout, they're like, "Mom didn't hold him enough as a yeah, child." Hey. Yeah, I want clout. I need. I need. I need, I need all the clout. <laughs> I, I, hey, MLD, listen, right? Well, well, hey, right? Listen though, if I could choose between your money or, or clout, I'll probably choose the money, right? <laughs> right. But listen, your clout's nice too, man. I guess so. I, you know, because it's hard to for me to gauge too, because mm -hmm. I live in Tokyo. Uh, you know, so I I'm just having my my little rants in my bedroom yeah. in Tokyo, but then it's going everywhere yeah. in the states, and I don't see a direct you know correlation. I just see when I go back on my trips because I come to America probably like three to four times a year. What? Well, wait though. So like, wait. So like, how diverse is Tokyo? Like, do you like? There's no diversity in Tokyo. Japan wow. is Japan is 98 percent Japanese. Really? Yeah, and then the other like one percent is like Chinese and Korean. And a small a fraction of mm -hmm. one percentage is white, like, black, like, like black people, Africans, Americans, yeah. you know, Europeans. Wait, the so did you ever like miss though, like being able like to date like the black chicks and the white chicks and like the Cambodian and the Hispanics? Like, uh, recently when I went to London, mm -hmm. I met a lot of nice girls. Yeah, um, of all yeah. assortments too. Yeah, British girls are 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 softer. Mm. Than I expected them to be. Yeah, you know? and they're more like an eloquent too, right? Yeah, it's the accent for sure. Yeah, right. You see, know? listen though, and tell me if I'm wrong, right? I've always like, like, hey, right. So, like, for example, in 2015 with Milo Yiannopoulos, right? Mm. I always <laughs> said, bro, the British accent is a cheat code because they just sound 
smarter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Bruh. Listen though, man. I need to head to London, right? Yeah. No, no, but listen. I need to come to like Tokyo, right? And listen. And do like uh listen, like a pickup artist thing with you feel me? <laughs> right? No pickup artist thing with me, but nah! I'll give you a good tour. I'll show you. Yeah, man. I'll take you to the clubs where they're looking for black guys. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 man. Hey, people, listen, man, bro. Listen, yo. Listen, man. This was a good interview, man, right? Me on. Right? You know, I, 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 I'm just happy, bro, that you finally got a chance to just speak your piece, to breathe. Thank you. Without being ambushed, without being yelled at. Thank you. Feel me? Right? Thank right? you very much. Thank you. Right? Thank you. Hey, hey, listen, bro. Like, you're, listen, bro, like, you are a really friendly guy. Thank you. Right? You feel me, man? So, hey, listen, man. Folks, man, follow him at where? Modern Life Dating on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my Instagram is Hot Dude Life. Hot Dude Life. Yeah. It started as a joke and it took off. Hey, <laughs> hey listen, man. Hot Dude Life on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. And Modern Life Dating on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Is there like a Twitter kick? Uh, Rumble? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Those, yeah. those two are the most important. Okay. Yeah, man. Folks, okay, man. Listen. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, man. We're out of here, folks. Peace out, man.